Hello, this is Michael Fanning, and I'm the host of the Windermere Coaching Minute. This is our quick form podcast where we'll talk to Windermere agents who bring creative ideas, power strategies, and successful routines to light. In each episode, we'll talk to real estate professionals to learn what they have done that have allowed them to be better than they were yesterday. Please enjoy our podcast. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning. I am the host of the Windermere Coaching Minutes podcast. And I also have with me today, Nick Hansen, who is one of our other coaches and owners of the Windermere Coaching Company. Nick, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me on here, Michael. You bet. Well, today, folks, uh, it's a special treat. We have quite a few people on our podcast today. Uh, we've got uh, David Hogan. We've got Jason Shutt. We've got Gina Wygum. We've got Lisa McNally. We've got Zana. Uh, and Zana, always help me with, with this, uh, the pronunciation of your last name. It's Grandinetti. Grandinetti. I want to always say it right. And we have Zana Grandinetti and we have Christopher Rigby with us. And we also have uh, Kyle Fox is not with us, but he did send in some information that I'll go over with Kyle about Kyle Fox. But um, the reason why these folks are with us today is because in the market that we're in right now that we're facing, uh, they're doing phenomenally well. And often we will hear uh, people say, wow, the market's really tough or there's no business to be had or look at the interest rates. And these individuals have been able to persevere and do phenomenally well. And so we thought it would be interesting, not interesting, but insightful to kind of get their take on how they're doing this. And so what I'd like to do is just kind of have them introduce themselves a little bit to each one of you about you know, where, they, where they're operating right now, how long they've been in the business. And then we're going to go through basically three questions uh, and get some real good insight as to what they've been doing that's allowed them to have the success. And so, David, I just start off with you. Just kind of tell us, tell, tell us who you are and where you operate and how long you've been in the business. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Um, I'm David Hogan, and I am in the Seattle Bellevue market. So um, we work a lot of north, northeast Seattle, um, and then kind of across the bridge into the, you know, what's called the east side here. And so pretty big swath. We don't go super far north or south, but pretty much stay in the middle. And I started in sales in 2011. So it's been about 12 years. About 12 years. Uh, and that's, and, and that's, uh, and I will say that uh, I have worked with you and uh, great stuff, great business. And uh, I know your clients love you. So that's awesome. Hey, Jason, tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, my name is Jason Shutt. I'm a broker on Bainbridge Island near Seattle. I've been on the island for 17 years, but I, I started out here as a middle school science teacher for a long time. But I got my real estate license about 10 years ago and made the career transition and am now operating in, you know, a small town, kind of a, a fishbowl of a, of a niche real estate market. And have they turned the ferry back on? You know, I hear stories, you know, good <laughs> stories, bad stories. I'm one of the lucky ones that doesn't really have to leave the island very long uh, right. or very often, rather. So I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, Gina, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, um, I'm Gina Wygum. I work um, alongside David, actually, in the Bellevue, Seattle area. Um, I've been in the business with Windermere for about let's see, 2015, whatever that is. Um, before that, I did some developing and investing and then kind of in corporate marketing. Now, do you and, and David compete with each other? Are you guys competitive? <laughs> Just for fun. I'll, I'll, can I, Michael, can I answer that? <laughs> they, are, they are very competitive, but they don't compete against each other. There you go. That's, that's very a, often. Have you? Not, not, they are no. competitive. <laughs> we haven't gone after the same client yet. No, we haven't. Yeah, I can't wait for that. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. All right. Hey, Lisa, tell us a little bit about yourself. 
Hi there. So I'm Lisa McNally, uh, previously Lisa Peterson, and I am out of the Maple Valley Four Corners office. I've been doing real estate for almost six years now. Um, and I tend to, I live down in Pierce County, down in Graham. So I tend to, most of my business is kind of uh, in between my home and my office. So I've got kind of corridor there where I commute on the west side of I-5 or east side of I-5. That's pretty much where I work out of. That's, that's great. Thanks for sharing. Zana, how about you? All right. So my name is Zana Grandinetti and I am from the Tri-Cities area of Washington. So Pasco, Kennewick, Richland. And before getting into real estate, I was a teacher and I stopped doing that full time about five years ago and I've been on this path since then. Been on the path since then and doing very, very well from what I hear from Debbie. Yes. And then uh, uh, Christopher, Christopher Rigby, tell us about yourself. Hi there, uh, Christopher Rigby. I'm, uh, I live out of, I live in Muckleteo, but my, that's where most of my business is out of, but I, um, my hang, my license is at the Everett South office. Um, I've been doing this since 2012, um, about eight years with Windermere. Uh, I was with a smaller brokerage before this and then uh, 15 years uh, with Nordstrom prior to this. And you're a fellow cold plunger too. I am. <laughs> uh, and then we, uh, we have Kyle Fox isn't with us today. He, uh, he actually had, uh, he's having twins and he had to go to a, a doctor's appointment. So he apologizes, but Kyle Fox is uh, a, a very successful agent uh, out of the, down in the Kent office. And um, uh, he's, he's answered some of the questions too. So I'll bring some of those questions to light as well. And he coaches with us um, as, as well. So all of you are here today because you are part of the Windermere Coaching Platform and, and you all have been coaching with us for some time. And so what I'd like to do is just, let's do the reverse order. And Christopher, we're going to start with you. And so let me just ask this question. So if you could pick one or two things that you feel that has really helped you generate business uh, and keep you on track to hit your goals for 2023, and feel free if you want to share goals or numbers, that's perfectly okay. Uh, what would you say uh, the key thing for you has been uh, that's helped you kind of stay on track uh, as we've had kind of this market that's been a little bit different? Uh, I, I think we, you know, we set off or uh, began our year and it was, you know, you always set your goals and you plan your goals. And, uh, you know, this year, the biggest thing I focused on is just consistency. And that's consistency and tracking numbers, consistency um, and personal growth, working out maintaining customer relationships, maintaining continuous improvement. Um, and that's created a stable platform or foundation, as you will, um, to implement other new ideas off of that. Yeah. And I would say that your consistency has been pretty much off the charts. I think you have a pretty rigid routine and program. And uh, I mean, you know, and let's face it, it's allowed you to really capitalize on that area of Harbor Point uh, where you were, I mean, I think each week we were talking, you were having either a new listing or a new buyer consistently. Correct. Yep. Yep. It's been, um, I mean, my signs have consistently been on the boulevard throughout Harbor Point. So I think that that consistency has, uh, has paid off, you know, every, you know, if there's every weekend, there's people are seeing my open house signs on the boulevard. And so that's just led to, uh, you know, more and more business. So each listing has turned into like two or three pieces of business. And that's kind of been the goal is every, every transaction is going to, what up, you know, I'm not looking that transaction's great. I'm looking to get one or two other pieces of business off of that transaction. Right. I so kind of created a, I've created like a spider web to kind of see where all my deals came from. And it's crazy because they're all connected to like one that started in my, in my neighborhood at the beginning of the year. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. So for the listeners, uh, uh, Christopher's not starting and stopping. Uh, he has a pretty consistent process that he sticks with on a continual basis. And uh, we check in on that uh, throughout the month and he continually uh, is, is doing that with some really good work-life balance. Then how about you? Uh, what If you could pick one or two things, what do you feel that's really helped you to generate business this year? Um, the two things that I would say is the first one is focusing on mindset and taking time every single day to really make sure that um, I'm showing up in the right frame of mind. And I think part of that is we all go through difficult times in life and have our ups and downs and um, honestly, this last year, I've had a lot of difficult things kind of thrown my way with my family. And um, 
taking that time every single day to just, you know, say my gratitudes, um, have some positive readings, even listening on TikTok to, you know, Michael's, uh, your morning warmups, things like that. There's lots of different ways to just kind of infuse mindset throughout the day. Um, so I think that is the most important thing. Um, the second thing is maximizing the number of touches um, for all the events that I have planned. So um, I think it started, I kind of realized this and realized there was a better way to do this when I was on the Ninja Path call, um, must have been last year around this time, and they were talking about the Pi event and how you could take one event and have six touches to your clients for that. And mm -hmm. I have taken that for every single thing that we do this year. And for me, it helps, you know, to make my phone calls, to have a reason that I'm calling. Right. Um, so, you know, just finding whatever it is, if I'm sending out a postcard, you know, how else can I make a touch with my clients based on that um, and just maximizing that? I love that. And you bring up a great point. I think that a lot of people uh, say, well, you guys are doing so well because you don't have difficulties. And I love the fact that, you know, life is about ups and downs. We have peaks and valleys and all of us go through them. And it's how we persevere with our mindset that keeps us there. So that's great. And then increasing your touches, your touch points. So those are two great things. Lisa, how about you? What do you think a couple of things are for you uh, that's really kept you to generate your business? Yeah, I think uh, the two main things for me was last year, I actually got really consistent with my marketing and really got good at staying in flow with everybody. And I kept that going all through last year and then kept it going this year too. So a lot of my business this year um, have been people that I've actually been either knowingly or unknowingly nurturing for a year or more. Um, and then it finally came to fruition this year. And so that really helped just being consistent with that. And then the other thing was for me at the beginning of the year, I could see, you know, a lot of the agents around me that I worked with were starting to get worried about what was going to happen with the market and if things were shifting or if we were going to, business was going to slow down this year. And a lot of them were kind of stalling out because of that. And so I decided that that would be the perfect time to go even harder and do even more. So at the first quarter, I really upped my activities because I was really slow. I only had one sale in the first quarter. And so during all that slow time, I was just doing an insane amount of activities. I was doing, you know, a dozen real estate reviews a week. I was doing open houses every weekend. And so I did all these things and leveraged everything I could to really just go as hard as I could to build up the business for the rest of the year. And so that's what really helped me. Yeah, I, I love that. I think, you know, sometimes when things get difficult, we dial it back. And what I'm hearing you saying, when things got difficult, you dial it up. Uh, yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, and, and you increase it. I, I, I love it. Uh, I heard the other day, uh, cheap is expensive and expensive is cheap. Um, and, and, I, and I think what I mean by that is, you know, a lot of times we say, oh, I'm not going to spend the money because things are hard, so I'm going to cut back. And what we do is we lose that ability to stay in flow with our clients versus, no, you know what, I'm going to up my activities and I'm going to do a better job. So I, I love that. That's great. Michael, I was the other thing that Lisa said that I think is really important. A quick reminder is, <clears throat> is I, I, I have a term called eliminate the noise. And that um, I think when, when other agents are struggling, there's always excuses and this and that. It's like, if I can just shut that out and go down my own path um, and stay positive with that and, and, and even double the amount of focus, that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, great. It and it would have been really easy for me in that first quarter because I had so much going on. Um, we bought a house spontaneously. We had to get our house ready to sell spontaneously. We got married. We were doing all these different things. And so it would have been really easy for me to, you know, kind of take a step back and spend less money. But I decided to bet on myself instead and do more marketing and do more activities and just go for it. I love that. Gina, how about you? What, what would you say a couple things are that you've done that have really helped? Well, of course, you know, my coach who happens to be on the call too. So um, <laughs> I I think Nick's helped me uh, tremendously, you know, kind of staying focused. I, I may be a little distracted here and there. And when I grow up, I'm going to be really organized. That's my mm -hmm. goal. Um, uh, I also, I think, you know, kind of staying in touch with my current clients, uh, past clients, and then kind of, you know, my future clients. Everyone's really a future client. And just kind of staying, um, staying in touch. I have done some really fun client parties, and and when things are 
you know, quieter um, when the market, you know, when we're not as busy um, different times of the, of the year. And that's when I focus on, on you know, getting groups together, um, you know, trying to have, you know, coffee, lunches, even make my phone calls, although Nick might disagree with that, but I, I am working on my phone calls. Um, and, uh, and the other thing I think I've done just to keep my business going is to be proactive. Um, when I uh, look at, you know, new listings that come up, I am envisioning like who might this house work for? Um, right. I, do, I do a lot with investors um, and I, I'm able to kind of really show numbers. So I don't just present the house, but I present like, you know, before, after, here's what it's going to cost to fix up. Here's what it's going to cost to put back on the market and, and just show the, the whole, you know, the whole package. And that has um, really helped me when, when maybe that it might be a little quieter in the market. It's just really be proactive. And I think even if the house isn't the right one for that person, it gets them, you know, looking again or thinking about it. And I've been able to sell houses to people just based on one person told me that about a, a fireplace from her childhood. And I saw a house and I go, this, this reminded me of you. I didn't even say anything. I just sent her the house. I go, this fireplace reminded me of your childhood that you described. And they ended up buying that house uh, and they weren't looking. So um, I, I feel like that's, you know, something I do that's kept me, um, you know, busy and, and my numbers. Uh, when it's well, and what it sounds like too, is uh, really paying attention to detail, paying attention to your client's whys, and then also providing great value in terms of understanding the data and the reason why this might be the best fit for them uh, and being able to articulate that. I think that um, in the past, we had some real estate agents that were just making money in spite of their abilities. Um, and I know this to be the case that in times of when things are uncertain, uh, clients are going to migrate towards quality. And I think being lad value and being able to listen and understand clients really, really well and know them well is key to that long, long-standing relationship. So that's that's great. That's terrific. Michael, I, I was I'll just gonna add, I was just gonna add <clears throat> Gina, Gina is not a wake up in the morning and I can't wait to call my people. But if you look, <laughs> she's not that. But here's the key is if you if you heard what she said, she goes, I've had a lot of fun parties or a lot of fun events. But if you look at the number number of people that she's touched face to face since January one, it's pretty off the charts. But th th that's what's fun for her, um, and right. so she's found a way to still make those contacts. Yeah, we did a podcast where she talked about her great parties. So that was that was that was a good podcast. You might want to go back and listen to it. Um, Jason, how about you? Uh, tell us what what are some things that are really working for you. Well, I, for me, I think it goes back to the very beginning. I'm lucky that I worked with uh, or have been working with a, a marketing guy, a real estate national marketing guy since the beginning. And he, in the beginning, said, you know, you have to have a brand. You know, you have to have a story and a presence. And I had never heard of a SWOT analysis, but I did one. And it was, you know, carve out your niche, right? The, the riches are in the niches. And so for me, I, I think the advice is, is learn who you are. What is your value add, your, your, your specific service model that is different and stands out? And then be, you know, I love so many of the, of the ninja sayings, but like being on purpose and not being on accident. You know, you can't be a secret, you know, you can't be a secret agent. And so I, for me, you know, I have a, a newsletter and a web presence um, <clears throat> just with a market report and my you know, someone yesterday said, gosh, you know, I hear everybody's so negative about the market, but I read your thing on Saturday and it's just positive and upbeat. And I want to open it because it isn't that black cloud opinion that I'm right. getting everywhere else. And so just having, you know, I'm taking advantage of a small town where everybody knows five realtors, but, you know, it's one degree of separation with everybody on Bainbridge. And so my name now is is known well enough that just having that presence is something that gets talked about in a positive way. And then like was said before, you know, that business creates more business. And when you're out there and people see that they want to, you know, migrate to the person who's doing business. Yeah. Well, and I love what I heard uh, you say is really controlling the narrative. Um, I think in a, in a sea of negativity, if you can be the beacon of hope and you do that on a consistent basis, um, you know, people, people gravitate towards that. You know, I, I want to, oh my gosh, there is opportunity. There is something that I could do. Let's, let's learn more about that. 
And I think that, that that's a big one. And then also establishing your name uh, with consistency in your branding. Um, and, I, and I've heard other people, uh, you know, that talk about uh, the marketing that you do and the newsletter that you do that's really based in a lot of great data. I think that's another uh, piece as well, that you're really telling a story based on the real life story of what's happening versus just pontificating on, you know, hey, I think it's a good market or yeah, that type of thing. So that's great. And and I think what ha I see too is a lot of agents don't do that because they don't want to put the time and energy into it. But, you know, when you when you do things like that, the payoff is huge. So well done. Uh, David, tell us a little bit about you, about your two things. Uh, we're kind of leaning, kind of leaning into people who have, just used us and kind of what our post closing follow-up that's kind of what we call it what that looks like we've got that really 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 dialed in and then kind of leaning into people that could use us or have used us previously but aren't currently and that's more through social than than other avenues we've we have traditional print and email correspondence but we've tried to up our game on social so a combination of what happens right after transaction and for that year following the transaction and then just what happens ongoing after that. Yeah. And I, I gotta tell you, I've, I've uh, really loving your social media pieces that you're putting out where you're being really genuine and authentic. Um, <clears throat> you know, Thanks. it's uh, not my forte. It's, 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 it gets easier as you do it. And I am not all about it. I wasn't originally, but it does become easier. And I, I work with a company that, um, helps produce the content, but I have to, I have to provide it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, um, it's a lot of work, but it, 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 for me, it's all, it all comes down to education. So I was not a teacher, but I think I probably could have been possibly. And like, that makes me feel like if I'm helping somebody learn about something, then it makes it easier for me to do it. Yep. Um, and it's just on a platform that I wasn't using previously. It's all yep. the same stuff it's just present presented quite differently <laughs> no i love it i love it in fact uh I, I just got i got this article the other day from matthew farrar if you guys aren't familiar with him he's a speaker for leading re but he does a thing on uh facebook called uh, uh, uh good news fridays but um he was talking about this and this it made me think of you david he said uh, i don't need a content strategy i just need to have something helpful to say I don't need a marketing plan. I just remain present in my people's lives. I don't need lead generation budget. Just invest the time to be there. And I don't need to go viral. I just become someone of value. And I think that when I'm looking at your videos that you're doing in social media, you're just talking and telling a story about challenges that everybody's facing and you're giving solutions. And so that resonates with people. Kind of going back, kind of what Jason was saying, you know, hey, controlling a narrative, but you're doing it in a social media strategy. So I think that's, yeah. that's awesome. Well done. Yeah. Thanks. Um, and, and I'm just going to read this. This was sent in from Kyle Fox. Again, he couldn't be with us, but he said, uh, I put a heavy focus on into cleaning up my database and specifically making sure all of my buyers are subscribed to HomeBot, uh, which seems to be a leading, uh, leading, leading to a lot of listings for him. I've made sure to double down on my real estate conversations. I think a lot of people really want to buy and sell right now, but need to feel reassured that they're making the right decision with the current dynamics of the market. Lastly, as simple as this may be, the Ninja Planner has 100% been one of my big things that has moved the needle for me in the last year or so. My life has been hectic, maintaining a high volume of business and having newborn twins. He didn't know he was going to have twins. Uh, and then he's like, oh my gosh, now I'm going to have two. Uh, the Ninja Planner is an absolute game changer for me. So he's really relying heavily on his time blocking strategies through his, uh, through his Ninja Planner. And that seems to be really helping him. All right. Hey, David, we're going to come right back to you. Uh, on this next question. Uh, and Nick, anything you want to add before we go to the question two? No, I don't think so. Okay. So here we go. So all of you coach with us through Winnipeg Coaching, and I want to say, hey, thank you. We are grateful for you uh, being here with us. And um, and Nick, I, I think real quickly, I, I think uh, one thing to say is the reason why everybody's here, and Nick, you can speak to this, is because of how they're outperforming the market. Do you just want to before we dive into this piece, just kind of yeah, I th explain I that. Think, you know, when when a lot of people ask what, what why why do we coach and and what are our markers and what we try to do is number one we coach because we love helping change people's lives. I mean that's that's one of the things, and that you can have an amazing real estate business and at the same time have an amazing life. And I think these people on here are great examples of that. 
The other thing we look at is results. I mean, we, we want results. That's our expectation. And one of the markers we look at is outperforming the market, outperforming the market. And I think everyone on here has significantly done that. Um, and uh, whether markets go up or down, we look at outperforming the market. So what does that mean? So if, if the market is down 20% and the agent is doing exactly what they did last year, they're outperforming the market by 20%. Um, so that's that's one of our strategies. Um, and what I'll say, these are the these are some of the best of the best, but overall, the, our results so far this year are, are, are going to be quite good by the time we get to the end of the year. So yep. I... I go back to this. This is a lesson Larry Kendall told me um, when I got into real estate. He's like, Nick, when markets get a little bit tough, which it's hard for me to say that this is a tough market. This is a market, you know, we just got done with three years of craziness. But he goes, when markets get tough, that's when the best of the best agents and the best companies gain market share. Yeah. And I think this is a great example of agents that are out there being super active and they're gonna they're gaining market share. Absolutely. Yeah. And dominating, which is, which is really fun to see. I, I love on the coaching calls when they go, oh my gosh, I had another great call today. I got another listing today and worked with a buyer, you know, and then you have other people saying there's nothing happening. Like, well, it is. You know, I'm going to say one other thing. I'm going to speak I, because this group is on here because we asked them to be on here. They don't think they're any different than anyone else. <laughs> and, and we're sort of putting them in an uncomfortable situation, but I love, I love hearing their stories. I, yeah. I truly do. So I appreciate each of you on here sharing because I do think each of you want to give back and, 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 and you're, you're wide open. I'll, you know, you'll, you'll share anything to give back. So I'm grateful for that. All right, David. So what, what were a few things that Nick helped you with? Uh, you coached with Nick, a few things that helped you to stay on course for this year. Yeah. Mine, one's kind of a, a Nick thing and one's kind of a you thing, I guess. One, the scorecard is the Nick thing. Cause we all know he's big on his scorecards, but yep. it was, it was rethinking it to actually, you know, make it a productive scorecard and, and, um, challenge me enough, but also not frustrate, <laughs> frustrate me enough. And I think that's an important balance in this because you can have a scorecard and get a hundred every time and it doesn't mean anything. Right. Or you can get 25 every time and that's frustrating. So to find that balance, I think was good in a way that kind of leaned into, again, how are we taking care of people who we just helped? Cause we really upped our game on that. And then taking care of people who we helped five years ago or never worked with us. So that you know, when you look at where our business came from, it's very, very consistent and it's, it's sphere or sphere related. And that, right. so everything we do, we just kind of leaned into that. And that was really helpful. Um, and just speaking on track, turning it in like super basic, but yep. you know, we went a while. I didn't turn it in, didn't need to busy, whatever. And then you, you know, you get slower. So, um, I'd say back to basics on that. And then obviously you've been very helpful in the mindset piece, but I have found my mornings. I'm not, I was not a morning person. I have become one because I am so much more productive when I have that block of time in the morning. And that's when I, you know, whatever it is for somebody, whether it's gratitude or you're listening to something or you're working out, I, I don't think there's a set system. Yeah. I, I really don't. Um, and mine changes a little bit. Sometimes it's really workout heavy. Sometimes it's really mindset heavy. It depends on what I need, but like, kind of like Lisa, we bought a house in the beginning of the year. We were strapped. It turns out what we help people through is very stressful. <laughs> and, uh, when you're doing it yourself, you learn something. Right. Exactly. Um, so we bought a house, we sold a house and my mind was not super good. Um, and it just, I had to get out of that yep. funk and you can do it. It takes some time, but um, you can totally do it. And yep. so those two things from you guys or coaching, you know, the big coaching word is, was super helpful. Great. Yeah. Just redirecting kind of where you were allowing your thoughts to go. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then keeping on track with the scorecard, Jason, how about you? What, what are some things that, uh, and you coach with Nick, what are some things that have been helpful? Yeah, I'll maybe take the same approach, uh, as David did and say from, you know, from Michael as the, maybe the face of the coaching, I, the morning, is big. And I think for me, I can tell like the mornings that I go for a run, even if it's just 10 or 15 minutes around the sidewalk in my neighborhood, it's like mm -hmm. the, the rest of the day, just my body and my mind, it's everything just feels different. So it's, 
as much as I hate running, I love that feeling. And so just knowing, and it's on my scorecard that, you yep. know, there's family time and exercise and it's on there because it's worth it, not just for my health, but for, you know, the business too. So, um, but then, you know, Nick has helped me understand, you know, that we have to run our business like a business other, you know, otherwise our business runs us if we don't run it. Right. And I, what I've realized in retrospect is I think teachers are entrepreneurs but they like the safety of that paycheck every month. But mm -hmm. you, you know, you're, you're you're given a classroom, and it's like go and do it your way. Well, we're doing that ourselves, but without, you know, we could just get lost in the weeds if we didn't have routine structure. And so, you know, the scorecard helps us prioritize that. Where my where my you know, like I think it was Christopher said, you know, knowing where to build or where to grow the business and improve. I, I a few of my line items are growing that. Um, but I think just the, the, you know, like understanding the value of time, like the pie time, right? Not out, not every hour is, is used the same and, and knowing, really knowing your dollar per hour. And for me, that was such an epiphany of, of, you know, if you don't have your, an assistant, you are your own. And so even this year where I have had more time on my hands, I have really been focusing on finding the right people because I just don't like going back to those $30, $40 an hour jobs because I know I can be investing my time differently um, by having that person in place. And so um, I think that accountability of, of building a business more than just like waiting for business to come to me is, is a mindset that I just can't imagine how I was doing business beforehand. Right. And I love two things I just take away from that is one is uh, what's uncomfortable today becomes comfortable tomorrow. So even though maybe you don't like to run uh, after you're done running, it feels great. And the other one is being proactive as opposed to reactionary. And that means having a process. What is it that uh, James Clear says? If you want to uh, if you want to optimize, you got to standardize, you know. And so what's what's your what's your business operating procedure that you're doing on a consistent basis? And I think that that's a great thing. Sometimes coaching just says, hey, here's some structure. Let's try to see if we can make this happen. That's terrific. Uh, Gina, how about you? What are, uh, and you coach with Nick. What are, what are a few things, man, Nick, you got a lot of coach. You got a lot of clients on this call. <laughs> Gina, what? <laughs> um, you know, I, th I think the biggest thing that Nick has done for me is really helped me with confidence. Um, I, I think at times I might have doubted my, you know, why I'm where I am and think, well, the market's good. Everyone's here. But um, the more I've worked with him, the more I realize, you know, that I, I am, you know, I, I'm doing something right. I, I do know what I'm doing. And even though I'm always looking for more knowledge so that I can help my clients, I, I never feel like I know enough. Um, Nick's helped me realize that I actually do know you know, enough, <laughs> uh, enough to help my clients and enough to build my business. And so I think that that is the biggest thing for me is, is, um, is the confidence to, to know there's, there is a reason why I'm, I'm where I am, I guess, and, and, and building my business. Well, and, and I've interacted with you a few times through the podcast and getting to know you at our events. And I will say one thing I really noticed about you is uh, you are amazingly humble I think that you are, there's, there's way more and way more power than that you have, but it's amazing when, when I talk to you, you're just very humble and you're also very giving and, and a great listener. So I think that has a huge impact on your business, right? And how you show up and what you do. I mean, you're, I, I was always told never be the smartest person in the room and always learn from somebody. And I really get that vibe when I talk to you. So I think that's a big piece as well. You know, we run into a lot of egos in this business and, you know, and uh, I think the fact that how you show up is a huge indicator of, of, of who you are. And I think people feel that. So it's a really great energy. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Lisa, how about you? And, and now Lisa, Lisa coaches with Stevie. So she's been coaching with Stevie. So Nick, not one of your clients. We got a different one here. Lisa, tell us what, what, what have you been getting uh, from your coaching? I've been coaching with Stevie for about a year and a half now, and um, she is fantastic. I do love her. And there's a couple things. I mean, she helps me with a lot of things. But I think the main things are um, the number one thing. She always challenges me to do better, and I love that about her. 
Um, so, you know, if I am having a moment where I'm struggling, she will kind of challenge me to up my game and get back into the flow of things. But even when I'm doing really great and I'm, you know, being really consistent with stuff, then she'll challenge me to do even better and be an even better agent and come up with new things to do. And she's, I mean, that woman got me out door knocking this year in the first quarter right. to leverage my listings, which I never thought in a million years I would do because I'm very introverted, but she challenged me she got me out there door knocking and it's been great for my business it's been really good and I've gotten to the point now where it's much easier to do than it was the first time around um but she's always looking for new ways to kind of challenge me to get better and do more and do better um and if I'm having a morning you know where I don't I've got an activity I need to go do and I know I need to do it but I I can feel myself trying to find the excuses of maybe I don't need to go do that today you know maybe I can do it tomorrow or trying to find a way out of it all I have to do is just give her a call and hey I need some tough love which is like what what are you doing like I don't I have to go do this today but I don't want to she's like screw it get out there you don't have a choice you have to <laughs> it should be really tough with me <laughs> which is good that's what I need and so I get up I'm like yep that's what I need to hear thank you and then I get my ass out the door and I go and yeah. so that's been super helpful um and when I do run into you know Maybe there's something new I want to implement into my business or my marketing, or I have an idea I need to flesh out. She's great for that. I'll bounce ideas off of her all the time. And um, she'll kind of give me constructive ways to implement new things that really work with me and the way I like to run my business and work with the whole um, ninja selling plan too. So I love having that, just someone to bounce ideas off as kind of a outside party that knows how I like to do things and can give me good constructive ideas. Yeah. And I think you bring up a good point. I mean, I think sometimes it's easy for us to make excuses and talk ourselves out of things where a coach will say, Hey, you know what? I know you're thinking this way, but let's go do it. Um, yeah. I always like to say to my clients, Hey, you know what? Uh, you know what the best news is? You're going to be just fine. Um, so let's go give it a shot and let's learn from it and, and see how we do. So I love that she pushes you in, in that nature. And, you know, that's what coaches do. Coaches, coaches want you to realize the true person that you can become, you know, and, and help you see that. So that's great. Uh, Zana, how about you? What are, and you coach with Debbie. I do. And I love Debbie and I am so thankful for her. Um, I swear from the minute that I say hello, when I'm talking to her, she can read everything that's going on and knows exactly what I need. So um, I think the first thing is being accountable. Um, that's something that helps me. And as much as I hate to say this, but paying for coaching um, kind of makes me realize that if I'm going to put the money there and I'm investing in myself, that I'm going to maximize the value of it. Right. And it makes me actually really do the things, you know, it would be easy to say, oh yeah, I did my affirmations or whatever. And, but to actually be putting the money there and investing in it, um, I, it, it really motivates me to do them. Um, also Debbie has the right balance of knowing how to, um, push me to keep going and, um, challenging me every single time to, you know, whether it's, doing another client event, or um, I think the biggest one that is finding work-life balance. Um, and she, you know, I, on my life list and everything is a bunch of places to travel to. And um, Debbie is helping me, you know, when's my next trip? When is it booked? And actually getting that done and doing things. So um, I'm just, thankful for her and coaching is well worth every dollar you spend on it. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I love the fact that uh, helping you realize, Hey, it's not just about business, but it's also about life. And let's make sure as we're going through this, you're making room for both. And I think Nick said that at the beginning, you know, our goal in coaching is helping people have work-life balance because a lot of people don't always have that. And when things get difficult, they, you know, business can burn them out. So I, I love that she helps you do that. Um, hey, Christopher, uh, there we go. Now I got a client that's going to talk. Christopher, tell me, tell, tell, tell me uh, what are a few things that you've uh, taken away from coaching? Um, I, you know, I think, the, I think the foremost thing that, um, it, you know, I look forward to our calls. Uh, it's a, I think I said at the beginning of the year, I think you, when you came and talked, you did like our office presentation. I'm like, man, it's just like infectious positivity. And 
if you can relate that to your uh, the clients or the people that you're talking to, that um, that reassures them. You know, it, uh, I think I'm, I'm not sure who it was. If it was Nick that said that, but that you know, instead of being that negative. Um, that negative outlook that everybody's seeing in the marketplace that is, it translates to your business. And, you know, I think we're, what is it that, you know, we're the product of the five people that we hang around. Right. And part of the other reason why I got into coaching and why I do the coaching is I'm like, okay, well, I know Michael's connected at a very high level. He is talking to very high level other people. So if I can, you know, get some of that into my business and the ideas and uh, things that they're implementing and doing, and I can, take those and put those into my business, then great. And it hasn't necessarily always just been business. It's personal. It's like, you know, doing cold plunging. And today, like if I sound a little bit nervous, it's because I'm doing my first fasting day. So I can't eat anything till 12 o'clock. I'm like, <laughs> I had a coffee and my hands are kind of shaking. So <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm getting into that, but I, you know, it's uh, being, having the ability to uh, implement new ideas, uh, whether or not, you know, how's that going to affect my business? I just don't even ask. I just do it. Um, and so that's the biggest thing for me though, is the positivity. I think, um, if I have a positive outlook on the way things are going or where they're, where, um, uh, what's happening, it doesn't really matter what's going on in the rest of the world. Cause in the reality is there's still all these other transactions happening in the marketplace and I'm not focusing on the ones that aren't happening. I'm going after the ones that I know that I can control and get and bring into my, uh, bring into my realm. Yep. Well, and I, and I would say too, Christopher, just uh, my my two cents on that is the one thing I love about our calls is that you, uh, you're not an excuse maker. I, I don't think I've ever heard you make an excuse. I think you go, okay, let me give that a shot and see if it works. And what I love is you will, you will pivot on a dime. You'll say, you know what? It didn't work, but I'm going to try this now. And you just keep moving forward. And I think that's the big thing is, you know, you're, you're never taking two steps back. You always seem to be taking two steps forward. And even if there's something that sets you back, like, ah, we figured it out, we made it work. You're, you never seem stuck. You always seem to have a solution. And uh, so it's a, it's a pleasure to coach you because I, I know that I can throw things at you that you're going to take and go, okay, I'm going to run with this and figure it out. And uh, we'll have another call and you'll figure it out. And I think that that's one of the biggest challenges I see some agents do is they get in their own way. Uh, and you don't get in your own way. Uh, you have, you have this ability to move forward. So, um, so thank you for, for doing that and sharing that. Okay. So we're going to, last thing we're going to, the last thing we're going to wrap with is, oh, here, let me, I'm sorry. I got to read Kyle. Let me just read Kyle's real quick. Uh, what he said, and he worked with Doug Simcox. So he coaches with Doug. He says, working with Doug, winning or coaching has helped me so many ways. I don't necessarily think we have uh, made any major changes to my business, but just keeping me accountable to a few of the basics are what's most important to me. Following the Ninja Nine, committing to the Ninja Planner, perfecting the whiteboard and visiting it daily has helped me uh, transition my business from more of a transactional chase to what Doug calls the evergreen business. In the end, I can get uh, my own I can get my own head quite a bit, and Doug helps me stay centered and focused on my fundamentals. I also really enjoy the uh, and appreciate his approach to work life balance. I like that our talks aren't 100% real estate driven. Uh, but in the end, if my personal and home life are balanced, my real estate business thrives. And I think we've heard that uh, kind of across the board. That's a common theme with all of you. All right, Christopher, I'm going to come back to you. Uh, tell us one piece of advice that you'd give to, to the listeners today. Uh, just one thing that maybe say, hey, this is something that is great. And then tell us the best way for them to contact you uh, when, when you wrap that up. Um, I, I would say the... Uh, the most impactful thing is just concentrating on like crafting a well-balanced schedule that works both with your personal life, uh, business and growth development. Um, and that's, that's usually every, every Sunday before, you know, around, around eight o'clock for me is where I plan out my schedule for the week. And that's going into my Ninja planner and time blocking all that stuff out. So I know all the things that I can have planned for that week and that's business and, and uh, personal. Uh, and the best way to reach me is just at, directly at my cell phone, 425-220-0621. Perfect. Thank you. Zana, how about you? All right. Work-life balance is what I am constantly working on and what Debbie keeps reminding me to work on. Um, and I think that some of the keys to doing that is we found, first of all, it's on my scorecard to make sure that I have time for myself where I'm doing activities that are just fun for me because it's easy for me to give to everyone else and not take the time for myself. So putting it on my scorecard and then planning 
every week, both my personal time and my work time um, is important. And then really one of the keys to me is, and I mentioned it before, is planning the trip. And I don't know why this was the magic ingredient that I needed, but having something to look forward to and um, it just, it makes a difference both personally and then that does carry over to business as well. Um, and for my contact information, um, my cell phone is the best way to reach me. Call or text anytime. Um, area code 509-987-4646. Terrific. Thank you so much. Um, all right, Lisa, how about you? So work-life balance is definitely a hard one for me. <laughs> I'm constantly trying to improve on that and get better. Um, the one thing or the couple things that have helped is you know, really being non-negotiable about taking time off um, and making sure that it's scheduled. TV has to constantly check in on me to make sure I'm actually taking time off and has to help me on that a little bit because I am infamous for working super hard for weeks on end uh, without a break and then burning myself out and then I suck. Uh, so that's the one thing that's been a really big deal is just um, making sure it's a non-negotiable thing to take time off. And... Um, if anybody wants to get a hold of me, the best way to do that is my cell phone too. And it's 253-455-6769. Yeah. And I think to kind of put yours in a nutshell is the power of saying no. I try to uh, talk to coaching clients, say, hey, try to say no at least three times a day. Um, it's a powerful word uh, when you put a period at the end of it um, or a sentence, if you will. All right, Gina, how about you? Uh, I, you know, it's something I, I always continuing to work on um what's really important for me are my two teenage boys and they're quite active so i it's it's um non-negotiable as well i don't miss games meets any of the things that they do my vacations really are are with their tournaments out of town i get excited about that even if i'm having to drive you know six smelly teenage boys in my car um that's vacation <laughs> for me so um i'll take it right now and it's away from my desk and laundry and everything else so um those are my vacations um for the time being um but you know they're they're going to be in college in no time and and so i don't i don't want to miss that so i i do schedule showings if i have to show on a weekend if i can't get my teammate to do it um I, I'll do that early in the mornings on Saturday when I know my boys are sleeping if they don't have a game. And uh, I try to get things in around their schedule, but I don't I don't miss out on uh, anything family related. I love that. What's the best way for people to contact you? Um, I guess my cell phone, 425-777-0803. And you know what I'd say kind of in a nutshell yours is to say this is... Uh... <clears throat> put people on your schedule. Don't go on other people's schedule because you're the most important person. If you get, you can't pour from an empty cup and you got to take care of your family. So I love that. Jason, how about you? You know, I would say find the right fit to hire and get help. Um, like I said earlier, I can't imagine going back to just doing it all myself or not having a, a strong business model. And so, yeah, the, the human capital is the hardest part of this business to find somebody that can be a good representative for us and do things the way we want to do them. You know, I'm a perfection person, so mm -hmm. I have a specific way I want things. It's hard to delegate, but I think having systems and setting boundaries and expectations with clients up front is so huge. They respect that professionalism and, and with the systems in place, then, uh, you know, I have a show, I call one of my guys a showing agent right now. And people just love that, right? They love that Jason has a balance. He's with his family. He's recharged on Monday morning, et cetera. And it just, I think it goes to expectations and, and systems of having that right person. So um, that's a, that's a big thing I, I think is huge. Um, yeah. Find, find people that, you know, you can work with, that can work with you that have that same sense of, of value uh, uh, for, towards your clients is what I'm hearing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And what's the best way for them to get a hold of you, Jason? You know, folks can just Google Jason Shutt, Bainbridge Island, Windermere, whatever, and text, email, call, anything. It's easy. Perfect. All right, David, how about you? Yeah, really just looking at, I think the what your dollar per hour is, is, is a 
interesting exercise. Yes, it is. Um, I, I'm going to say it so I can continue to focus on it because I think that's important for our business to continue to grow because I think that's the only way you kind of don't stagnate is to make sure you're doing what you're really, really good at doing and not doing a lot of other things. And, um, and then placing the time with something super productive or being with your family or whatever, but it all comes down to kind of what, what your dollar per hour is and then how you can utilize those numbers to grow, I think. Um, and then create balance. Right. Yep. Uh, I love it. Yeah. And what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? Uh, sounds great. 425-890-3318. Emails, David Hogan at Windermere, whatever. I love it. And uh, hey, by the way, uh, just for kind of nutshell what you said, I would say, you know, are you busy being busy or are you busy being productive? And I think that goes back to your dollar per hour, right? Are you, what are you doing every hour that's allowing you to be productive versus are you just busy? Um, and we see that happen a lot in this business. So thank you for that. Um, and then I'll just read you uh, the last one here is from Kyle. And he said this, I have to say the Ninja Planner has been uh, huge for my business and my life balance. It helps me stay, it helps uh, to ease my mind and eliminate a lot of uh, the stress. He also said the Sunday planning session. So every Sunday uh, he sits down and does a perfect week planning session where he plans out his week. And that really helps him as well. And uh, if you want to get a hold of Kyle, the best way to get a hold of him is through his cell phone, which is 253 777 9890 or Kyle Fox at Um, You guys, I want to just thank you for doing this today. I really appreciate you taking the time. Um, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, you know, Nick, any parting words you have? Uh, you know, I, 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 again, I would like to thank this group to come on here. Um, I really appreciate you guys sharing. I think it will mean a lot. I would just challenge the people that are listening to this podcast today. If you're not in a coaching program and you haven't invested in yourself, the first question you got to ask yourself is, are you coachable or not coachable? If you're coachable, invest in yourself because the return on investment, not only in the results financially, but I also think quality of life. And I think we have great examples here is do it, take the risk. Um, we'd love to have you in the program or any program. Um, but these people have taken the step and uh, the, the, these, these guys have, you have all done exceptionally well. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I will say that as well. And just to kind of wrap up for our listeners, we want to thank you for listening to our podcast. If you want to know more about coaching, you can go to windermerecoaching.com. Uh, you can also, if you like what we're doing, please share it, uh, give us a rating. It helps us. And if you have topics you'd like us to talk about, or you think you could be on our podcast, reach out to me directly at fanning at windermere.com. And uh, again, I want to thank all of our participants today. You guys, thank you so much for taking the time. I know you guys are busy. You got to get back to your life and your work. And uh, we always end these as we always do by saying, be awesome and help somebody and everybody make it a great day. Thank you. Well, we want to thank you for listening to our Windermere Coaching Minute. We hope you found this content helpful. If you did, please feel free to share it and give us a rating. And we'll always end our podcast by saying, be awesome and help somebody and make it a great day.